Hey, local church, I hope that you had an incredible Christmas and that you're gearing up for a really powerful 2022. And so listen, if we haven't met yet, probably what you're saying is, wow, Pastor Ryan, you really have put on some weight and you have aged. <laughs> well, I'm Pastor Mark Q, and I get the privilege of pastoring your pastor. I mean, everyone needs a pastor, right? And I get the opportunity to pastor your pastor. And this is what I know for sure is that Pastor Ryan, Ryan and Adrian love you guys so much. And I'm always encouraged every single time I'm together with them. They brag about you and the things that God is doing through local church. And that's what I want to do today is encourage you and get ready for an incredible 2022 at local church. I want to remind you of something as local church. And I was super excited when Pastor Ryan asked me uh, to bring this message to you because it really does reflect the nature of his heart. So there's this incredible story in the Bible. It's found in Luke chapter 7. So if you have your phone or, or a tablet or whatever device you use to look up uh, scripture or to read scripture, I want you to put your eyes on this because it's a fascinating story. The scripture says that soon after Jesus went to a town called Nain and his disciples and a large crowd went along with him. And as he approached the town gate, a dead person was being carried out, the only son of his mother, and she was a widow. And a large crowd from the town was with her. When the Lord, when the Lord saw her, his heart went out to her, and he said, don't cry. So I want you to notice something. So immediately the author sets up this tension. There are two crowds. <laughs> One crowd is with Jesus, following Jesus. And of course, we know what that means. When you follow Jesus, you have this hope, this forgiveness, this mercy, this purpose, this new life. But then there's this other crowd, and I love the way the Bible is so, so specific. Then there's this other crowd. It's kind of like a funeral procession. There's death and sorrow and hopelessness, alone, despair, confusion. These two crowds are going to collide at a city gate. These two crowds come into contact with each other. And in the story, the story singles out a person who is confused and scared and uncertain. See, the Bible is really specific to mention that the, this person who just lost their son is dealing with just an unbelievable set of who knows what's going to happen. See, she was a widow and the only, her only son had just died. See, the Bible mentions this because culturally, this woman had no idea what to do in life now. She had no one to take care of her. Culturally, back then, women mostly relied on the leadership of the family. And I know that today is a different culture and we get that. But it's the principle the Bible is trying to bring out. It's this principle of not knowing where to turn. The principle of someone not knowing where to turn and in pain and in hurt. She had no way to provide for herself, so there's a lot of questions, no hope, full of despair. This is the principle that the Bible is trying to bring out. See, so many questions, what would be happening next? A deep sense of like loss and where to turn. And then in verse 14, it says, then he, Jesus, went up and touched the beer. And listen, I know when I say beer, people get a picture in their mind. Really, this word, although pronounced beer, it really means coffin. And as he touched the coffin, they were carrying this dead boy on. The bearers stood still. Jesus said, young man, I say to you, get up. The dead man sat up and began to talk. And Jesus gave him back to his mother. They were all filled with awe and praised God. 
See, I want you to notice what happens here. Jesus places himself in the midst of despair, confusion, hurt, and pain, and brings life to a dead situation. I want you to understand, local church, that this is what you do each and every week as a local church in the community, involved in the needs and the situations where people might actually be at their rope's end and be full of despair and disappointment and discouragement. See, you bring, let me tell you what you do, you bring hope to despair, you bring purpose to confusion, you help change the atmosphere because you carry with you Christ. You change the atmosphere around you as a church. You're colliding at the gate with the crowd who doesn't know what to do next, who is so racked with pain and hurt. You collide with the community where they may actually listen, think there's no hope. You bring the hope. You see, this story is an incredible encouragement for those of us who are involved in the local church. It kind of gives us, watch what it does, it kind of gives us this template to see how is it that we can continue to bring hope, be the crowd that has Jesus to bring hope to the rest of the city. Look at what the scripture says. When the Lord saw her, his heart went out to her. You could say it like this, his eyes affected his heart. We can never stop seeing people the way that Jesus sees people. They're first his children. Jesus had to observe. He didn't ignore. What he saw caused him to move. It caused him to be interrupted, caused him to delay where he was originally going, the front of the gate. He recognized that the situation needed to be intervened. It needed an intervention and it needed him. You see, what happens is Jesus sees something and it changes his heart. That's the first thing. We, we have to just always see people the way Jesus sees people. Here's the next thing Jesus did. The scripture says, then he went up, then he went up and touched the beer, the coffin they were carrying the boy on. See what Jesus does next is he moves towards the need. He moved towards it. He saw the need and he didn't move away. He moved towards towards. His heart was first moved, which is important, but what your heart feels has to turn into action because what we do is we move towards areas of our community that need the hope of Christ. The scripture then says, then he went up and touched the coffin they were carrying. So he went towards and then he touched. Now this is a fascinating fact. I call it like a, a Bible fascinating fact. The fact is, the culture and the history made this like a faux pas. This is so politically incorrect. Look at what the scripture shows us about Jewish men, especially touching something dead. The scripture is in the book of Numbers, and it says this, if someone out in the field touches a corpse or of someone who has been killed in battle or has died in any other way, or if he even touches a bone or a grave, he shall be defiled seven days. You see, what Jesus is doing here is making a point. It's not the dead things. It's not the dead that makes us dirty. It's us who have to bring life to the dead. Notice that the dead did not make Jesus defiled or dirty, but it's Jesus who makes things clean. You see, Jesus is not made unclean by the dirty things. It is the dead that is converted to life 
by his touch. We are the hands and feet of Christ. You see, he came to make the unclean clean. Jesus doesn't get caught up with the death in front of him or all the things that he has to go through. He knows he can change the atmosphere when he focuses on the life that he can bring. And local church, that's something I want you to do. Don't focus on the death. Focus on the life that you bring. You carry Christ. Do not focus on the craziness of the culture or fixate too much on the things around you. Focus more on knowing that you carry with you hope and healing and trust and forgiveness and focus on where to bring that. Notice what the scripture says next. It says, young man, I say to you, get up. The dead man sat up. Now, first of all, imagine both crowds because you know that freaked both the crowds out. The dead man sat up and began to talk immediately and Jesus gave him back to his mother. I love this part. It says that they were all, both crowds, filled with awe and praised God. See, the story ends with all the people, all of the people that were with Jesus and the people that were in the funeral procession, the people that were in mourning and thought there was no hope the scripture says that they all praised and worshiped God. This is what will happen when as a church, we see people the way God sees people. When we move towards the needs in the community and meet those needs, and we focus more on bringing life to dead situations than just being caught up in the death around us. Listen, local church, I know that 2022 is gonna be the best year for the church. I'm excited to watch what God is going to do in you and through you. The chapel, my church, is always thinking and praying for you guys. I love your pastor and our church loves you guys.